Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Weird Science DC Comics midweek bonus show. And I have been doing this the past couple weeks. Last week, I ended up putting on this feed my brand new Gotham Central Reading Club episode, the first episode of that from our Patreon. And this is yet again another thing from our Patreon. Each month, we do a book of the month where the Get Fresh crew, Beep Boop, and everybody in the Get Fresh crew gets to pick what book we're going to be doing for that month. And for July, last month, everybody picked The Boys. Well, not everybody. The Boys won. And so we ended up doing The Boys Volume 1. This is going to be the first episode where me and my man Stork, who does the Book of the Month Club podcast with me every single month, we did the first issue of The Boys. And it was one of those things as we went through we both kind of agreed that the source material here, the Garth Ennis original, a little over the top and maybe a little too much. I ended up saying a couple of times that it was one of those things where you think that things have gone far enough and then Garth Ennis has to do one more thing at the very end. Right before the scene cuts, he's got to do something even worse to shock and amaze you. Well, one of the things going is I see a lot of people commenting on the boys' television show and saying that that is done a lot better than the source material. And a lot of times, most people would disagree with that. I agree fully. And it's one of the few times that I think that they ended up being able to do it a little better. You don't have to go that far. Garth Ennis just went way too far. But you'll hear us talk about this in this first episode. But why I put these up here is so that people can see some of the shows that we do over on the patreon a lot of times we end up talking about our spotlight episode that we do each week with two books from dc or marvel if you listen to that as well i like to you know mention those but it's better to let you hear exactly the type of shows that we do have over on the patreon and this is one that we have each and every week of each and every month where we do go through things just as an aside if you are a dc comics fan which i hope you are if you're listening to our feed here you end up that on August, the winner of the poll was the Grant Morrison, Batman, and Robin. And I put it on the poll because of the upcoming Batman versus Robin. I thought that's kind of a cool little deal. And it's a story that I love. So if you want to listen to that or any of the other things, because we have a ton of reading clubs, things like Hellboy, Spawn, the Marvel Ultimate Universe, the Injustice, all of that stuff we have reading clubs and other podcasts for go over to patreon.com slash weird science and you can just check it out when you go over and sign up initially you will not be charged right away you will not be charged unless you carry over into the next month if you end up listening to all the things and you're like jim i gave it a try but you stink then you just quit you'll never be charged and no fuss no muss it might upset me but no fuss no muss for you but yeah go check it out in our show notes there will be links to go right to the patreon to check it out all that stuff so Please at least check it out or listen to this podcast and see if you think, hey, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool way to put up your pants there, Jim and Stork. But maybe that'll be the case. But yeah, we're going to go off to this again. This is me and Stork talking about the boys. Issue number one, the name of the game, part one. And away we go. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science. Revolution. Weird science is the revolution.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Book of the Month podcast. We end up, this is July, and I'm here with my man, Stork. What up, Stork? What up, Jim? What up? And in a close race here for the streaming edition of The Boys mm-hmm. 1, it ended up beating Miss Marvel by like one vote so Boy, talk about opposite ends of the spectrum yeah really i mean and the funny thing is after we did all this i put up the poll i realized that i had already done that first volume of miss marvel for the character of the month way back but yeah, i didn't mind because me and you were gonna do it and i really like that deal i've never read the boys ever the boys i like <laughs> to say i've never seen the show i've never you've actually read the boys a couple volumes and have watched Mm -hmm. the show so we're gonna come at it in a different way but i've never have so i had no idea i didn't even know what it was about all i knew was the cover looked like the straight out of compton cover from nwa and i was like that's pretty cool like i'm (laughs) down with that but it is the boys it was written by garth ennis art by Derek robertson and it came out way way back you know Way, way back. I actually had this where I had it set up to tell me when it came back and it ended up messing up. And with that, to be in line with this book, I probably should just start cursing and (laughs) use words that we normally wouldn't use. But it came out, it looks like, way back in August uh, 21st, maybe, of 2006. I'm looking Mm. at this and I'm going from Comic Book Roundup not realizing that a bunch of people had recently reviewed it's all messed up. So there you uh, go. What what a start. What a start <laughs> to July. <laughs> Happy July, everybody. Uh, but the boys, I don't know. The, the thing about this is it threw me off a bit. I know it's Garth Ennis. It's way over the top. I mean, yeah. way, way over the top. You had told me that the TV show dumbs it down a little, makes it a little, a little more, bit. you know, the deal where I still think it's gritty, right? I'm sure the TV oh, yeah. show. Is that, but the big premise of this, to me in a nutshell, is if you like the who watches the Watchmen, well, it looks like the boys might be watching the Mm -hmm. Watchmen, even playing with that in the intro at the beginning. And I'll even read this. It mentions all the characters, and me and you said we were taken aback a little that you don't introduce them actually in the issue, this first issue. Yeah. Yeah, which kind of feels like a prequel type deal like a zero issue maybe something of a you know a promotional deal it reads real quick you don't get much of the deal what the plot of the first trade is really going to be about no you said we don't really get a villain we don't even get a team we kind of get a vague setup of things and when it first came out first issue didn't get a lot of great reviews it really didn't and a lot of people didn't even really pay attention to it. And I think it might have fallen through the cracks. It must get better, obviously, mm-hmm. now that the TV show's out. I'm sure that everybody, you know, likes it or at least knows about it, except me. But it says, <laughs> Billy Butcher, we hate Huey, Mother's Milk, the Frenchman, and the female are the boys, a CIA-backed team of very dangerous people, each one dedicated to the struggle against the most lethal force on Earth, superpowers. Some superheroes have to be watched. There you go. Some mm-hmm. have to be controlled, and some of them sometimes need to be taken out of the picture. That's when you call in the boys. And I thought, why is there a girl in the boys? I don't <laughs> get it. Uh, but it is written by Garth Ennis, illustrated by Derek Robertson, colored by Tony Avina, and lettered by Greg Thompson. So we jump into this, and even the first deal of a credits-type page where you end up having a boot, 
just squashing what looks like to be a superhero's head. And it's it like is horrific. Poor Cap, right? almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, that's what it is. Cap getting his head <laughs> squashed. And you can kind of guess when you see that what character that would be because you end up where you get to the next page and it just says butcher. And you mm-hmm. see, you know, pretty good way to set up that you're in the Capitol or Washington, D.C. You see the Capitol building behind and you see a guy who looks, you know, pretty much like the Punisher sitting there with his dog and you see superheroes flying by overhead. Again, when you see these things, there are some things that you can kind of like Okay, that looks like it's a superhero team. That's probably like something like the Justice League, things like that. And the first thing that you have, and this is the thing, if you don't like the naughty language, (laughs) you might not want to read this or whatnot. I'm not going to read it fully because I told you there's one of all the words. There's one word that's so over the top. We're good boys. It throws. Yeah, we're the good boys. They're the bad boys. Uh, But when you use that term. It does give you that crazy deal. And I'm saying the C word. It does give you, okay, that guy must be a Brit. And he is. Mm -hmm. So that works out. But he looks over, you see this team fly over, and he goes, I'm going to fucking have you, you C word. Do we have a bleep button? What a start. We have it. I'm like, I'm going to get you, you. How dare you? There you go. From every every time from now on, how dare you is the C word. We might do that a lot. Ding, we do that. Oh, yes, you would. Um, and then he ends up where he has his bulldog there with him. And he says, come on, terror. And then mm-hmm. off we go, mate. And the weird play is he's walking through this park, you know, and I'm sure this is a, you know, regular deal. I, I'm not really familiar with Washington, D.C., but he's walking there. It's not like he has, you know, eight guns strapped to his back. He, he has his pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Three <laughs> heads. Later on, we get a third leg shirt joke <laughs> that I thought was funny. Uh, but he's just walking there with his bulldog and what's going on? Everybody's turning to look at him. Is it supposed to be just this idea of him being such a presence? Who's that lady? Who's that Who's lady? That lady? <laughs> Who's that lady? <laughs> Lovely lady. I used to love that commercial. Yeah, he's walking through and everybody's stopping, turning away. Of course, then he's walking against the grain at mm. one point. I'm like, what is that the play here? But. You see, you're supposed to be, like, impressed by him. All in black. He's got terror. His dog. He's the butcher. All right, let's see how it goes. It threw me off then because then we go off and you have Wee Huey. And these are just little blocks. And right away, I'm like, what the hell is Simon Pegg doing in this? (laughs) And it's so over the top. I mean, you have in this edition that me and you are going through an introduction by Simon Pegg saying, yeah, you know, I was in space and some people knew of me, but I wasn't real big. I don't know if this Robertson fellow thought that I was just going to remain on that level so he could use right. full out my thing. But he said, you know, he didn't seem upset about it. And you had told me he ends up playing his character and here he plays the dad yep. in the boys. But I mean, it is not even like close to not being him. It's no, so over especially the top. that big close up in the bottom right. Oh, That's my God. I'm totally looking at it right now. It's, it's him and it throws you out. It throws you out of the issue, whether or not it was supposed to originally Scotty? or not. It does. Yeah, really. Oh, my God. Beam me up there, <laughs> <laughs> Doc. But you end up where he's going through like a fair with his girlfriend, it seems. And then it's kind of funny. He's not a good guy. 
He's kind of a funny guy, but he's a bit <laughs> thing, he's yeah, been There's not a lot of good people in this <laughs> issue, which is <laughs> it's it's hard to uh yeah, it's hard to try and back one person. Yeah, so that's that, that's a tough read. Now, he's he is homophobic. <laughs> yes. But it isn't a, it's supposed to be in a comical way including yeah, his hand gestures. He, no, and and that's the thing it's weird. It's like I don't think that he's being hateful about it. He's just describing it. And it's, you know, the idea of having conspiracy theories and the idea of aliens. And Mm -hmm. he thinks, oh, my God. And they have this, you know, UFO and there's a pink alien. You know, they're not green or gray. They're pink because I think they're here to make everybody gay. And it doesn't even make sense. He's just really uh, ignorant. Yeah, that's that's where you can. It's weird. It's very hard to talk about it and and try to express that. He's so ridiculously moronic with this Mm -hmm. that you just look at it as, and this guy is just kind of, but he's not like a wrong turn. That guy's hateful. Like oh he will want to like, like the killing the Amish. Oh. They're out there to take his cell phones and he is going to fight for his right <laughs> to talk of the cell phone. This just seems like a guy who likes to talk about nonsense and just go with it again. I don't know anything about his character and you really don't get a concept of exactly why he's going to be on the team, I guess, except that the, it's number game yeah. by the end of this. But it, it, just the hand motions, like, listen, and he goes, Jinx, what if they get us onto their UFO and fruit us up? Just back to that, like, what? And this girl's, and it is that funny thing that you play off that, yeah, this guy, he probably doesn't have a lot of the ladies. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, look at this guy. And he, the way, but she seems like he's finally found somebody that'll listen to his bull crap yeah. and just smile and say oh i love that you say jings and i love you what did you say and the thing is it's one of those where you have a guy well you know i know from experience yeah you, you have this where you just you can't get the lady the minute that you get a lady like and if she says i love you and she thinks it's it's never too soon because <laughs> you actually finally caught one you got one on the line but uh <laughs> Yeah, and she's like, oh, my God, is it too soon? Because I think I love you. I I fell in love with you right away. And they seem to be dating like a month, she says. You know, I knew after a week, never mind a month. Mm-hmm. And they start making out. They start. Everybody's like, everybody rubberneck gawks in this. Because you end up where they start to. This one guy's walking by like, hey, look at that. Two people smooching at the fair. And. Then they start playing that classic where they are Spin holding around. each other, spinning yeah. around, and you want to have that <laughs> point of view going back and forth from each of them. And then all of a sudden you see the feet go up like a naked gun. You end up where <laughs> this is kind of similar, I guess, because as they're doing this, you have a superhero run by and completely, well, actually hits a villain it looks like and and just tears this woman apart so all that Huey is left with are her arms and yes. he can't let them go they're just there it's disgusting it's over the top but it kind of does make you think like this would probably happen anytime the flash is involved especially because you end up having this hero a train coming through asshole like he's like <laughs> what a jerk out of my fucking way and he goes by and again like you said nobody is is good in this nobody mm-hmm. is like oh man that person's pretty cool like and yeah you, you ended up killing the, his girlfriend i mean she ends up she's a splatter on 
the wall. We'll get to that then because yeah. pretty much it doesn't mean anything. That's not, I don't even think it's collateral damage because it's like not even something that these heroes or villains even bat an eye at. They don't care. But then we go off and it's if like this their, own, isn't, their own big playground and uh, regular people don't matter. They're just like a like a video game. They're just uh, what's the term? Players that aren't really controlled. Oh, NPCs. Yes, they are that's it. Player characters. They are. Yes. But yes. Yeah, so then we go off to what is kind of the CIA. And you do end up having that this lady uh, is going to be, you know, mi- uh, Mr. Butcher is here to see you. Now, I didn't even think of the deal because she's there. She does have a picture on her desk of a guy with two kids. I would think that that would be her husband and kids, yep. but they say Miss Rainer. Is that anything that they ever say anything out? It's not Mrs. Rainer. It's I kind of an remember. odd deal. It's Ms. Maybe she likes to be. Yeah. Maybe that's the deal. Well, you see that she also likes to be plowed on her desk yes. or at least on the floor, <laughs> whatever the hell may be, because Butcher comes in like, okay, what's that Butcher English fella? You know, kind of big in the pants area, I guess. But And they're like, yes, yes, okay, hold my curls. And then he comes in, they look at each other like they hate each other. And then the next panel, they're just plowing each other. And she's screaming that she hates him. Mm-hmm. And he's there. I like that he pulls up his shirt a little to have the after <laughs> look. And then says, wait, do you see where I wipe my dick, love? And I'm like, what is going on? In this yeah, that's, uh, like, this is not one step too far. There. It's not all ages. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I think I, for me, I guess that it's like 90 and above because I'm, I'm reading this. I'm like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't know. And then I'm thinking the idea is this why it's big to the TV show? Because it's like a porno. I don't know. It's like uh, shock value. And a lot of it's too much, too much at this point. <laughs> we just saw a woman get completely ripped from her arms that Simon Pegg where it was holding mm-hmm. and you're like holy crap and then they show it's like blood dripping off them then we go in two pages later there's the head of the cia getting plowed on a desk and yeah and then that comment it is a little too much it mm-hmm. really is it's it's like this first issue no story let's let's not give the whole team let's shock the shit out of everybody let's throw the c word in yeah. there as many times that word <laughs> Throw that in. Have I remember Hannah's um, talking about it though that he got advice, and it might have been about preacher actually. Maybe you got, maybe you were talking about it. How it was shock them and make it uh, memorable, and I, he's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm gonna, hey, what do you know about this? The boys. I'm well. The comic. There was a lady getting plowed on a desk, and another one just <laughs> smashed it. Even like that combo, you see her getting plowed. And I just like saying plowed. I don't get looked yes. at to say that much. That we don't talk Mr. about plow. Exactly. We don't have a Simpsons podcast. So. But you go from a woman just being completely destroyed. And then one destroyed on a wall. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh. and you go. And it's it's horrific. I mean, it really is. And what happens because, you know, while plowing is going on, we go back to the fair. Simon Pegg's complete shock, which you would be in. You're still holding. They're They're like desperately trying to get him to stop holding these hands yeah i'm expecting him like next scene he's there hands across scotland yeah really hands across <laughs> that fair <laughs> good night hands he's like going with that and uh so i'm like i think i have a purpose for you 
I'm like, oh my, that's shock value then. You end up where they're trying to kind of get him. They're giving him drugs. I mean, they're really <laughs> trying to get him to at least calm down a bit. Mm-hmm. As you have the police come in and start, you know, talking to a train, the pretty much the flash here. And he's he done like care that. at all. He's doing stretches. He's grabbing his junk. <laughs> he's doing like 1950s Jack Lane exercise <laughs> stretch. You're like, uh-uh. And yeah, he's like, hey, uh, where the hell am I? And, I? and he's like, it's small talk even to these cops. I'm like, oh, you know how it is going across the Atlantic. And oh, this, look at me. I'm so cool. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> and they're like, well, you're in Glasgow. And he's like, holy shit. And they're like, America's that way. <laughs> and you do see at least one person there. Mm-hmm. The one cop's like, hey, so why don't you fuck off and get back there, you Oh, I'm like, oh my God, we are in Glasgow. And yeah, and he's I like, think that's well, a good I guess play, I... though. So we show that some people don't like these heroes, not just Butcher. Yeah, exactly. And especially this is an American hero, it seems he's mm-hmm. there. That they're just chasing around. Again, like you said, they treat these people like it's just nothing, but they treat like a country. Like, you know, you're there and you're in Scotland. And you're like, oh, I don't care. Where where the fuck am I? Who did don't I just that kill? The, these are the police who are supposedly law and order. No, we have superheroes. No care at all with any of that. So, yeah, it's just all this crap going down and it's it's over the top. But at mm-hmm. least you do see that you do get to see that some people don't like what's going on. But then you have this guy, Atrian, like, yeah, hey, you guys got to deal with this. Like, I, I got to sort of get going. <laughs> You're like, what a dick. Right. And then yeah. I like that he has to yell after doing this. Uh, Can't step the A-train. And it goes <laughs> off. You're like, fuck you, asshole. And he goes, as you get a good, like, the progression here is A-train's off. He'll never, he'll never remember this. This is just no. one little thing. And, but Simon Pegg, Huey. He'll, you're like, oh, my God. He's still freaking out. He's finally dropped the arms and yeah. the hands. But they're, you know, give him another shot. Like, they've hit so many things with him. It's like Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I watched a Michael Jackson uh, documentary. That last night of his, boy, he was yelling for the, the meds. He was. Mm. Uh, a lot of meds. Uh, but, yeah, so what's going on in this? Well, you end up having that set up. And now we're going to get to maybe like okay we'll get to the issue now because all this is the setup for us to say okay superheroes are dicks that that's mm-hmm. the deal so that makes it so Not necessarily evil just it's like and the show gets into this too they're celebrities and it's like the ultimate celebrity worship but they also have superpowers so they're already like have a big head but then they're dangerous because and i think the butcher yeah in this says, like, they, what happens when they kind of lose track of their humanity, where they mm-hmm. are just these bigger than life things like, oh, I can't do anything. It's the whole idea with any celebrities where they think they can, you know, get this car that, you know, is all silver and ends up blinding people like a Justin Bieber. <laughs> Ever see that car, that reflective car? <laughs> Nonsense it was. Like, how much can I get away with? Yeah. Or yeah. like. Justin Bieber, again, like pissing on the Great Wall of China. Like, you just think you could do whatever you want Mm -hmm. when you're Justin Bieber. Uh, But you end up going back to the office and the butcher zipping up his pants. Yeah, really. (laughs) Zipping up his pants and the woman is, you know, fixing her hair. And, yeah, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm here because I heard what's going on. And it's very vague. 
what is happening here in a first issue, especially if it's just coming out. Now I go into this and I kind of know the premise Mm -hmm. because of the TV show and just hearing. I've never seen it, but I've heard things about it. But it is that idea that the president's been talking about things and the butchers found out and he's the only one who really can find out really about all the superheroes that he says, you guys are checking up on these superheroes, but basically you probably have a, you know, a file that has a headshot and a little deal, but you don't even know all of them. I know them all. I know the heroes, the villains. I know a man who can get me that information. I could do all that. And yeah, she even at one point, she's like grabbing that file of the boys. Yes. And it looks like she does not like want to get anything involved with that. But, you end up going, you go from here because you end up where, you know, he's kind of forcing the deal. I, I'm kind of bored. I need to work here. Can I get involved with this? But yeah, he's talking about how, like we said, the superpowers, and this is all set up most dangerous power on earth. And you need me and my team to keep them in check because you really don't know what's going on. I have access to information you don't have. I'm not going to give that away to you. So I'm still relevant and you still need me. And he's got some sort of personal vendetta that we don't know about yet. Yeah. And that's what yeah, she you brings up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can tell something's going on. He hates the city. I mean, you had it when they were flying over and that whole deal with, you know, mentioning of names and then pretty much, okay, well, what's the team? Do you have the, yeah, get the old team back together and they go through. You know, some of the characters, we don't know who they are just yet. You know, MM's mm-hmm. all right. I'm going to go see him tonight. Frenchman's probably uh, sat in some cafe talking to his espresso like a mad effing <laughs> bastard. I hear they found this geezer in Baltimore with his face torn off. So that means that that is the female. And then the whole deal is they need somebody new because there's some problems with Mallory, he says. You know, mm-hmm. I can't really get Mallory. I'm going to have to get somebody else. I know, yeah, you got his grandchildren murdered. He's like, yeah, you know, just that's how things go and whatnot. But you do have a mention of them, but nothing more than that. I mean, if we didn't have that first page with, you right. know, the, the pictures of them, you'd have no idea. And it's an odd play to not have your team introduced. Yeah. And again, you have to throw an ending of a scene where, oh, you got his grandchildren <laughs> murdered. Do me a favor, love. Try not to get so wet when you I'm like, come on now. Yeah. Like, you, you, Hello, it's love. too much. Hello, love. You getting wet. Oh, you loves. <laughs> Like, please, but you go off then to Huey again, and he is at his apartment. And this, I, I thought that this was kind of funny because they're certainly taking advantage of the idea that he's still in shock, high as hell. Yeah. And they're going to make him sign a paper so that he doesn't sue, doesn't do any of this. And he is at this point where he's just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't want money. I just want my girlfriend back. And it's kind of a weird deal because through the whole thing, I was thinking, like, They've only been dating a month. Like, what do they care about him? But I guess, you know, he was right in the line of things. But you don't even know who these guys are. They're just men in black. Mm -hmm. While he answers the door with God's third leg shirt, which made me giggle. (laughs) Also, you can tell he's high as hell and he's got his bong and stuff there. Which, again, if these are, if, if you think of this as them being like government deal, whatnot, they're not concerned of anything except sign this. And I guess uh, a cool play would have been 
you can't really tell in a comic are you know are they speaking with an accent are they in are they scottish are they american i'm assuming that they're american and yeah, they come in so. as that yeah but you can't really get that from the comic but i'm assuming that but yeah i like the deal where you just get half sentences in these bubbles you don't know who because he's in a daze he doesn't mm-hmm. know what's going on these are just the scraps of things he's hearing they hand him a pen and this thing and he's going to sign it and he they does kind of threaten them like it. oh yeah the paramedic got a black eye that's presumably from him so this is all going to make everything go away you don't sue us we don't sue you like the like the, they're really taking advantage of him oh, plus yeah. we already said he's a bit of a goofball he also has this going on. I like the one guy's going around looking at the posters <laughs> in a deal, and there's like the a Scottish poster, alien, a Scottish <laughs> alien, and he's just like looking at that, like. Huh. Uh, but yeah, he ends up signing the steal away, which does end up putting him more on the radar for the butcher because the butcher does need a fifth person on the mm-hmm. team. It seems to be a numbers deal. Now, I wish the play was better because. This is his guy, right? This is the guy who knows all the stuff that he was talking about, I'm assuming. And uh, the guy is such a like, – he's it's not, there. I'll say it's not. Okay, because he is there and he's going to get some info. And I'm like, this guy's jerking off at his desk while he's looking at – like everything is weird and yeah, awful. This guy likes uh, paraplegics a lot. Yeah, look Let's at him. say that. Yeah, he's he's not a Which good is guy. Like the, uh, is this necessary? This, I don't this know. Because, yeah, he's jerking off to like a Paralympic javelin thrower way over the top. But yeah. you end up where you get him there. And, hey, there's a Mr. Butcher here. Oh, my God. He goes and tries to jump out of the window. <laughs> and I'll tell you, he's pretty good at hanging there because he jumps <laughs> out and there's butchers just waiting. He knew that he was going to be coming out right there. Grabs him. Kicks him in the balls, mm-hmm. then throws him down, calls him monkey this whole time, and says, I need, you know, some tea and some info. Let's get this going. I need another member of the team. So what do you got? And they go through people who might have a vendetta, it seems, against some superheroes. They go through the people who, you know, were around, had some damage done to them or people around them, and it ends up where they see Huey. Hey, what's this guy's deal? Okay, well. You know, he ended up having his girlfriend. There. You get all the and info. Never asked for money. Never fought it. So that's Butcher's way in. Like, oh, this guy, he doesn't care about the money. So. Yeah. So he's going to go and you see, you know, Huey's deal on the screen. And that was the big deal where, hey, why do you need five anyway? I mean, the female alone. And you have the, because I fucking do. And since <laughs> when do you ask questions, monkey? All right. And then the big play then is, is that you have Huey where he's just, he's still, he doesn't know what's going on here. He's just sitting there in the park like, okay, this is fucked up. My whole world's gone. Dipsy do all this. Just stop turning world, please. <laughs> and he's losing his mind. And then you pull out and there's Butcher sitting next to him on this bench. And yep. you do see he has a duffel bag there with him like he's, I don't know, just going to get the hell away or do whatever he was going to do. But Butcher's there with his dog, and that's how you end the first issue. And it's weird. It is. It's so over the top that it throws you out so many times. But there is there's something to it. There's an interesting thing. But 
Maybe that's because I know what it's more about. If I read mm-hmm. this first issue, I think I would have probably, eh, it's, all this is is just shock value over the top yeah. stuff, and I probably wouldn't have continued. Uh, but obviously we will through this first trade. But I told you when it first came out, you didn't have tons of reviews, but they weren't the greatest. I mean, even the user reviews on Comic Roundup, a lot of them more current because it seems like people went to read this after the sh- and didn't even like it still. Mm-hmm. So it is a weird issue. It does. When I look at the reviews of the series, not only does it start getting reviewed a little better, but it also has more people reviewing it as it goes on. But there is a section that looks like it gets really, really crazy. I mean, like in the 30s, like the reviews are like twos and Oof. ones. So I don't know what happens. Yeah, then, I, didn't, I didn't make it that far. Yeah. And and again, the idea that it was, you know, adapted and it's a TV show that a lot of people love. You said they kind of toned it down. They kind of probably like. I mean, it's still extreme to the point where I think I heard that Amazon had to come up with their own, uh, I don't know, sensors or something to to make sure that certain things didn't go through. Well, And, and that's <laughs> the thing, like you end up where. It, it's still like that's kind of cool to be a little more over the top than normal television, but there can't be this over the like this is no. just, every page is trying to shock you. And I you get the idea. I mean, hey, Garth, we get it. You know, the superheroes are everybody's pieces of shit, but you don't have to keep just nailing you with it, you know, mm-hmm. plowing you with it. Some <laughs> might say I don't need that on a desk. But yeah, it, it just. It's a, it was a little bit too much for that first issue and real light on the story. You're kind of reeling from the shock things, and yet there's not a real story by the end yet to go. Mm-hmm. You just know a team. It's vaguely mentioned. I don't know if that's cool or not. Is it something that – and you see one hero, A-Train, who is a douche, but not like he's evil. Like you said, right. even that is like, okay, well, who is the – are just super-powered people – villains is there an actual villain we're going to go for but there's some intriguing things and the Mm -hmm. art is that robertson he has that style it works well with some of the -the over-the-top stuff sometimes it's a little little inconsistent with butcher's face but i never really liked his art that much overall i know he's done some other things and anytime he's on anything they will mention the boys oh my god the guy from the boys boys he had a dc thing a little back and it's it's okay but mm-hmm. it ends up, again, it looks like a little less style of, of almost like, a, you know, stuff that we have with the Watchmen. Like, it kind of plays off that style. But it, like you said, it's a little inconsistent. So uh, what would you give it? I'm at a 6-4. Yeah, like I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, it's just so over the top that it's kind of a bit of a turnoff towards me so like if i didn't know where it was going and this was the first issue i could yeah i probably wouldn't keep up with it yeah i mean there's too many mentions of it's way (laughs) over the top but yeah like you said it's it almost wants to shock you into liking it and that's not my thing so Mm. it would be if anybody like oh man i love that shit i'm i'm into that it's it's just not i'm a good boy and i like you know superheroes and fun stuff but I'm I'm here for this. We'll we'll end up going through it all, and I I'm still a little more positive with seven because I'm intrigued of what this team is. I always like any time you get a team together, see what they're all about. But I'm just imagining everybody's a piece of shit because that's of the how thing. It's it's, who do you root for when everybody's just awful? 
Yeah, that's the funniest. <laughs> who's who's watching the Watchmen? It's like who's rooting for the pieces of shit? Like which ones are you going to grab onto? But we'll see. That's realistic. Everybody's pieces of shit. I don't it's know true. if you know that store. Not you find that out. Just go. No, not Greta. Oh, Greta, oh, why did you call you. me that? Now every time I hear it, I'll be doing that in the DC, like, oh, my God, I better watch myself. Uh, but, yeah, that's the first episode, the first issue. We'll be moving on, obviously, to the second one next week, and then at points we'll double up, finish the trade. We'll actually look ahead to see how many issues <laughs> this trade oh. is and not be surprised at the end. Oh, my God, we have three? Oh, <laughs> my. Holy oh, no. crap. <laughs> Yeah, even if it's not the greatest, it's something that I'm glad that we're reading because of all the people talking about the TV show and things like that. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do that. So uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you, Stork, for joining me. And we'll talk to you all uh, later. See ya. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.